What's up, family, and welcome to Speak. I'm Emmanuel Lacho. We got three rules here. Turn your volume up, turn your remotes down, and stay for a while. It's going to be a good time. With my guy, Cowboys Insider, knows everything you need to know about the Cowboys. That's Dave Hellman. Joy Taylor, the one and only. She needs absolutely no introduction. And Eagles, all-time rushing leader, 2-5, 2-Live, Shady, LaShawn McCord. But real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, I still got to look at Shady. I still got to look at Shady. Jib, I need to look at my dog. Why do they call you Shady? I'm, I'm not sure. My mom didn't me. I was, I don't know, I was a shady kid. Who cares? I was a shady kid. <laughs> Hopefully you're not as shady as an adult. Anyway, transitioning because we have an hour, 116 hours and 30 minutes. 116 hours and 30 minutes until Lamar Jackson needs to get a new deal signed for the Baltimore Ravens. Why? Because that's what he said. If a deal isn't signed by the beginning of the season, then it's not going to get signed during the season. His mind is focused on ball. Well, Lamar, you've been a good soldier thus far. I think it's time that this man kicks up a little bit of dust, holds out, doesn't play on Sunday. Why? Because when you kick up dust, it works out. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Think about Kyler Murray, y'all. Kyler Murray, superstar quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. He removed all of the Arizona Cardinals name, image, and likeness from his social media bio, bio and handle. He got $240 million. He kicked up a little bit of dust. But then Aaron Rodgers, you know, two-time back-to-back MVP, four-time in total MVP Aaron Rodgers, he said that he might co-host Jeopardy, threatened retirement. Not only did he do that, my dog was in Hawaii swimming with the fishes and whatnot during training camp. Over a year later, $50 million per year guaranteed. Highest paid quarterback, highest paid player in NFL history when you talk about money per year. And lastly, Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I'll give it to you like this. I just came back from Cabo, but I wasn't on an NFL roster. Ezekiel Elliott went to Cabo while he was on the Dallas Cowboys. He held out during training camp, showed up on Wednesday of game week, and he got his money. Why? Because the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Lamar, you ain't been making no noise, big dog. But when it comes down to it, you also haven't gotten the money you deserve to get. So my thought process is it might not be time to continue to be a good soldier. You might need to start being a bad boy. Mm. But I got to take it to the desk. (laughs) Man, it's my first of many walks over here. (laughs) Uh, Joy Taylor, what do you think about Lamar Jackson? Do you think that he should play on Sunday without a new deal? Absolutely. I'm glad you brought up the wheel because it doesn't need to be reinvented. Everything that you just said is absolutely true. Hold out during training camp. We're out of training camp. It's time. The season starts on Thursday. It's over. The time for holding out has ended. He absolutely (laughs) needs to play. This is what the deal was all along. Now, I liked that he was at training camp. I liked that he didn't hold out. I think it bought him a lot of goodwill, not that he needed it, with fans. I think it shows that he's really dedicated to football. Holding out, is it doesn't feel good with anybody. But it does get the job done, like you said. But that's during the preseason. Now it's go time. Now you're talking about wins and losses that count. Now you're talking about other people's salaries, other people's numbers, coaches getting fired, people losing money on tickets, all kinds of other stuff. This is, this is go time. So the time for holding out has ended. Now he has to play. But desperate times, America, call for desperate measures. That's right. how I look at it, Shady. Like, sure. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Lamar Jackson has seen this before. Joe Flacco had to pay on, play on his fifth year with the Ravens, win a Super Bowl, have 11 touchdowns, no interceptions to get his $100 million deal. That made Joe Flacco the highest paid quarterback in football at the time. Should Lamar Jackson, Shady, play on Sunday or should he just be like, hey, big dog, I got to do, I got to make a last minute decision and sit? The thing is, it's too late for that, right? Most players, when it's time to get paid and a team is acting up, which they normally do, that's what happens. <laughs> I think they, they hold out and, and they wait, they either get a fake hamstring, I've been there, right? Fake back injury, I've been there. Or you do with, with, with guys like you talked about, Aaron Rodgers. This, this leaving Ezekiel Elliott, going to Cabo. That's probably a great time there. So he, he should have did it, and he didn't do it. Now that you've been a stand-up guy, this is the first time I've seen, like, really good guys doing the right thing. Now that he did that, he's, 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 he's grown a great interest with the fans. They love him. He didn't do that. He, he was there. He helped the young guys out, showed minicamp. Uh, he came to minicamp, and he came to camp in general. But, Shady, you have gotten paid. You got paid several times during your course of the NFL career. You were the highest-paid running back in football during a period of time. You know good guys don't always get good money. That's true. Sometimes you got to act out a little bit. I'm not saying you did. Right, right. But sometimes you got to <laughs> act out a little bit. Should Lamar Jackson start to act out at least a little bit? 
No, it's, it's too late, man. I think one thing about, about being a quarterback, right, and a franchise player, which he is, is that the teammates, they see it, they love it, the coaches, he's there, right? He's not one of them guys that's, that's hey, I don't want to be here, I'm pissed off, and you can see it. No, you know what? If y'all don't get this, this, this deal done like I, told, like I told you guys, then I'll, I'll bet on myself, and that's what he's doing. I love it. I hope he stands on that. They say be ten toes down. Lamar Jackson, stay ten toes down. <laughs> Dave, let me come to you because you have covered the Dallas Cowboys for the last ten go. years. Yeah, bring it, out, bring that, it back to that. Out, oh, oh. Covered the Cowboys last ten years. I always say you know more about Cowboys football than anyone. You saw Dak Prescott in a somewhat similar situation. The Cowboys couldn't pick up his fifth-year option because he was a fourth-round pick, so they tagged him not once but twice. Okay, talk about Lamar Jackson. With your knowledge of the Cowboys, what do you think Lamar should do? Well, hey, to bring it back to what you said, I'm, I'm glad you laid all that out for me. I don't have to waste my time. Like, you, it's cool. Uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease and everything. I watched Dak Prescott play this the good soldier way for two years, and then he got hurt. That's the crazy thing. Like, he bet against himself. Dak hates when you say that, but that's what he did. And he got <laughs> hurt. He, he, he blew up his own case by getting hurt. And he still not only got paid, he got the exact deal that he wanted. I think Lamar Jackson should go out and play, even if he gets hurt. It's not that great of a risk. He is a damn good quarterback. He has won an MVP. He's won 37 regular season games. He will get paid. He's not going to lose everything if he goes out and get hurt. It's not going to happen. And, and the flip side, Acho, I'm, I'm surprised at you because you played in the NFL, Shady. Which Shady, you were speaking the, the gospel. I appreciate it. You leave now? On the eve of the season. <laughs> like, you, you hold out. What do you, who do you hold out to win over? Coaches and GMs. When you leave the week of the season, now you're pissing off your teammates. But remember, and that's not where it'll you be like a movie. But, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm glad you went there. That ain't I'm where glad you, you went be. there. I wouldn't have done it. I'm okay. a good guy. Right. I'm a good guy. You a good guy? I'm a good Joy. He, Don't be no, no, Joy. This, He's this, a good guy. This is, this this is, is a good an inside guy. joke. I mean, this is an inside it's joke. It's an inside but, joke, which we'll one day but, have to explain, but, but it's not going to be But today. I will say this. Michael Kendricks, my dog, and I don't think he would care if I put this out there. Michael Kendricks, Eagles linebacker. Okay. He was in a contract dispute. He decided to hold out during training camp, and thus I had to take all of his reps as his backup. I was livid. Livid that I got to take the first team and the second team reps. But Michael got paid. Kendricks yeah. got paid, and I was happy when he got paid. I was frustrated as his teammate at the time, but happy he got paid. If Lamar Jackson were to now be like, hey, Ravens, y'all got 116 hours, y'all ain't doing nothing, I'm not playing. I do not think that Calais Campbell, the wily old vet on the team, would be like, hey, come on, Lamar. He'd be like, you know what? Get your money, little man. Nah, okay, man. but you're saying two specific things. One, what position did you play? Linebacker. Is that the quarterback? No, no okay. ma'am. That's true. That that's, is true, That's Julie. very important. And the other thing that you keep saying is training camp. Training we're not camp, in training dude. camp anymore. That's... If this was the conversation we were having week one of training camp, then we could be avid about him say, sitting out or not showing up or having a, a act or mm -hmm. whatever. But we're past that point now. Right. Now it's it's go time. It is the start of the season. You can't – you cannot sit out. But why not? Regular season Why game. not? Because you're the quarterback. Because if you don't play, they will lose. Because but that is the point. Isn't that uh, the point? Okay, okay. But, but but then you're taking the leverage that you have as the face of the organization away from yourself because you are affecting teammates. You are affecting fans. You are affecting the record. You're affecting your ability to go into the postseason in a stacked AFC and not an easy division. Sure. This is the, this is the real deal. Sure. This is what you earn, the ability to play in real games in the NFL. And you, at the quarterback position, you can't play those kind of games. We saw this with Emmett Smith mm -hmm. in, in, mm, in 1993. Yes, yes. And it did work because they went 0-2 and, and then he got paid. But, again, he is not the quarterback. Sure. We hold quarterbacks to different standards, as we should, because they get paid more. They are the most important position. And they affect the team overall yes, the most when they're not there. Here's my thought process. Dave Hellman, I'm asking you this question on the spot. You have not been prepped for this. Oh, yeah. What is the greatest thing monetarily that ever happened to Dak Prescott? He got his deal. But, but, but how? What, what, like, what is the – what's the – Injury. The injury. Yeah. I, oh, because the would Cowboys struggled that, after I, that? Yes. I would submit that Dak Prescott getting hurt was the greatest thing to happen to Dak Prescott monetarily because when Dak Prescott was absent, the Cowboys struggled tremendously and they realized what they were without him and what they were with him and they knew they needed him. But that wasn't his choice. He was injured. 
if you choose to not be there over money, that has a little bit of a different flavor to it. It doesn't quite go down as smooth. If you need to lose your quarterback for the year to find out that he's better that's, than the guy behind tough. him, shame, shame on you. Yeah. Sure. First place. I that's agree. Shame but, on okay, you. so let's go here. Let's go here because Jim, Har uh, head coach for the Niners. Uh, no, no, no. Head coach for the Ravens. Uh, John Harbaugh, Harbaugh. He came out and he said that he is hopeful that the contract gets done. He said, quote, I'm hopeful to get a new contract, and we're hopeful to get him a new contract. Close quote. I do not like hearing the words hopeful when you're yeah. talking about $230 million and you have about five days left to get something done. Shady, when you hear that word hopeful, because it don't sound definitive at all, what do you think is going well, on? Well, he has a boss, right? I think people forget that. These head coaches, they have bosses. And if you think that John Harbaugh don't want to get Lamar Jackson signed, <laughs> come on now. He wants to get him signed. Real quick, when I was with Buffalo, Rex Ryan was the coach. It was my first year there. And we were talking about um, Darrell Revis, Pittsburgh guy, you know, so we're talking about it. And I was like, what take y'all so long to get that deal done? Because I seen Hard Knocks. He looked at me and said, Shady, you think I want to get that boy signed? He said, I called him and said, get the damn contract signed. So these coaches, they want to sign the players. It's the owner out there. Yep. Come on, it's your best player in the team. And the coach can't go out and throw his owners under the bus any more than he can throw the player I mean, under the bus. Not at he's, all. Cutting, he's cutting the checks. Man, what you think? But exactly. let's, cut, let's cut back to the left side of the desk because you said shame on them. Dave, you said shame on the Dallas Cowboys if it took them that long. Joy, you co-signed it. I do agree. Shame on uh, 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 owner Bashadi. I think shame on him yeah. for letting it go out this long, but there might be some wisdom, wisdom to it. Joe Flacco was the quarterback the last time they won the Super Bowl. Okay. They didn't extend Joe Flacco after four years. They made Joe Flacco pay out, play out all five of those years. They won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco playing out the fifth of that year, and then they paid him. So if you are the owner and you've lived this before, you got the hat, you wore the T-shirt, you own the mug, why would you pay him right now? Look, I don't want to disrespect Joe Flacco, okay? Right. But, like, this is, this is Lamar Jackson we're talking about. Sure. This is, this is, a, different, this is a different category. MVP, let's say that. Okay, he's MVP. MVP. We know what Lamar yeah. Jackson is. Okay, first of all. Second, that was a different time. You're not winning with defense only in, in this NFL, mostly because the rules have changed. They all benefit the offense. We don't need to break that down that Raven defense was different. Was also was different, an all-time, NFL all-time defense. And that didn't really work out for them very well either. Mm -hmm. The number is going up every single year for quarterbacks. If you're looking at the Deshaun Watson contract as what Lamar Jackson is trying to get, this is why they need to get a deal done because he's not going to get that money. Bashadi of all owners, is the one that came out and said he yeah. shouldn't have got that money and that's not a good contract. So why would he be the one who's going to bust that contract with $250 million guaranteed? Right. The word deserve gets a little crazy. Of course he deserves that money. It's about what can you pay if you're the owner, what you're willing to pay, and what makes sense for your team. This is such a fascinating storyline to watch throughout the duration of the, the season. We got two days until NFL football kicks off on Thursday. Bills, Char uh, Rams got me thinking about my top five storylines to look out for for the rest of the season. Russell Wilson in Denver, that's huge. Aaron Rodgers, no Devontae Adams, that's huge. Woo! Speak is brought to you by the Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. We all love Popeyes now. We do love Popeyes. Get that on set. <laughs> I cannot wait because the NFL season, it's just two days away. So many exciting storylines, but I got to narrow it down to my top five. Y'all know me, though. When I'm standing here, it's hard for me to talk without my rock. Let me go ahead and get my rock. Okay, I need a better quarterback next time, but for now, we're good. Speaking of quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, he's my fifth biggest storyline because when I think about Russell Wilson, I'm interested in this and this only. Can you get the Denver Broncos to a Super Bowl? Mm. I'm watching that all season long. You left Pete Carroll. You and Pete Carroll, one of the winningest combinations in all of NFL history, and now you left. The grass better be greener out there in Denver. Fourth biggest storyline, Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, America, they traded three. One, two, three, count them up first-round picks for Trey Lance. But then they kept Jimmy G. Make that make sense. The math ain't mathing. My third biggest storyline, Lamar Jackson. We talked about him at length just a little bit ago. We will talk about him more for the rest of the season because you are either playing for $250 million guaranteed or man. you are playing with $250 million guaranteed. Either way, I'm watching that all season long. Second biggest storyline, Tom Brady, baby. Why? Because Tom Brady, I'm now curious, is Father Time finally going to catch up to him and say, Tag, you're it. 
you're the next victim. Tom Brady, he questioned if he wanted to retire. He came back. He took 11 days off during training camp. And if you all don't know what they say about NFL players, the moment you say the words retire, you've already retired. So I'm watching him all season long. But the biggest storyline, the one you all got to pay attention to, the one that's going to really rock the football world this season, the year of the third year quarterback, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungabailoa. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow, in his second year, went to a Super Bowl. Can he follow that up? Can he win a Super Bowl? Justin Herbert, he's the greatest quarterback of all time that hasn't made the playoffs. Tua Tungabailoa, they wanted him out of Miami, and now he's the king of Miami. And Jalen Hurts, you cannot be given more as a quarterback than what the Eagles have given you. These are the storylines, my five. But let's head to the desk and focus in on my biggest storyline. Joy, you've heard my five biggest storylines. Yeah, you're more familiar with that. Go ahead. Go fumble. <laughs> um, Joy, you focused in uh, on, you've heard my five biggest storylines. What is your biggest storyline this season? Or which, which was my biggest storyline? Yes, I'll yes. go with you with the, with the third-year quarterbacks, and I think that the one that has the most pressure is Tua. They've already tried to replace him three times. They didn't start him, had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Then they Tried to bring in Tom Brady, your second biggest storyline. And they also were involved in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, which everyone kind of So ignored. you're saying Tua has the most at stake is really the, the question I'm intending to ask. Yes, he has the most at stake this year amongst those third-year quarterbacks. To me, it's Tua because they've already tried to replace him several times. Yeah. So it's all, the, the writing is on the wall. They also did everything they could possibly do to shore up the offense and build it around Tua. They brought in a bunch of pieces, obviously Tyreek Hill being the main point of the offseason for him. They brought in an offensive coach. So everything is now, which they should have done year one, geared around their young quarterback. So he has to perform this year. As an avid Dolphins fan, and I know some people try to criticize you and call you a fake Dolphins, but I know, George Resilient. She's a resilient that's, human that's being. Tough. Being a Dolphins Talking fan trash changes resiliency. Episode one. As an avid Dolphins fan, what do you need to see? Like, personally from Tua to make you okay with the season? I mean, I think he has to have a good to great season. Like, you you got to step up. And you're in a division that is is not that great. Outside of Buffalo, we don't know what we're getting with the Jets. You know what I'm saying? The yep. Patriots don't have the, the roster that they used to have. Obviously, Tom Brady's not there. There's a lot of questions about them this year. So it's not that you are in a winnable division because the Bills are obviously better, but you have an opportunity here to really take a step up, and you have the weapons to do it. Like, the excuses are off the table. I love that. Dave, you heard from Joy and I, our biggest storylines, the year of the quarterback, the third-year quarterback. Joy says Tua has the most at stake. Who do you say has the most at stake of those third-year quarterbacks? See, Joy's own words make my point for me, which I, I agree with everything you just said. Obviously, all of these guys have pressure of their own kind. Tua doesn't play in a winnable division. He's sharing a division with Josh Allen and the Buffalo yeah. Bills. I think that takes the pressure off a little bit. You Philly guys know what I'm about to say. I've been saying <laughs> it for two weeks. It's Jalen Hurts, man. And that's, it's not oh fair. Oh, my God. It's not fair because he's not a first-round pick. He's not, he's not as highly touted as these guys. Jalen Hurts is the only question mark on a team that would otherwise be considered a Super Bowl contender. They play in the NFC East, man. Point. Dallas is banged up. Washington's leaning on Carson Wentz, and the New York mm. Giants are the New York Giants. Jalen Hurts is the only X factor stopping us from talking about Philly as one of the five or six teams to beat in the entire NFL. He's playing for a contract. He's playing for the love of Philadelphia. He's playing to be the guy in Philly for the foreseeable future. And if he doesn't do it, they got two first-round picks. Howie Roseman loves a trade, does he not? <laughs> does he not? They will go get a quarterback. If he does not do a good job this year, he, will not, back. he won't be that guy. Uh, Next year, he won't. Obviously, Shady and I played for the Eagles different periods of time. I would say that Jalen Hurts getting the Eagles back to the playoffs is enough. As somebody who knows about Jalen Hurts' biggest enemy and opponent, the Dallas Cowboys, <clears throat> what do you think is enough for Jalen Hurts to scare the Cowboys, to scare you, to put the NFC East on no? I mean, it, it's it's a little oversimplified. Obviously, winning the division would be a start. Getting back to the playoffs and getting to the playoffs as a team that people think might make noise. Like, yeah. we, they were a sacrificial lamb last year. We all know that. Yep. If they look like a more dangerous team this year and get to the playoffs. But on top of that, Jalen Hurts just has to be the reason why they win games. And, and I don't think that is, that's what he is right now. He has to be a guy that you game plan against, a guy that you worry about stopping I don't think he's been that guy to this point in his career. Shady, Joe Burrow, Justin Shady's Herbert, so Jalen Hurts, Tua Tungavailoa, those are the big-time third-year quarterbacks in question. Which one of those quarterbacks has the most at stake? I look at both of your guys' picks, right, and I look at the quarterbacks. They have a big ceiling to get to, right? They're, they're gradually getting bit better and better and better. I'm going with Joe Burrow, right? And Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, the Joe no. Burrow that went to a Super Bowl last year? Him, Joe Shiesty. Right? 
right? The, the, the tattoo, LSU. Yeah, yeah him. Joe Shiesty. So real quick. Okay, so I look at these quarterbacks, right? And his second year, they go out to Arrowhead, right? Kansas City. And they beat the Chiefs. Andy Reid Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes Chiefs. They beat them at home. Did you have them pick to win that game? Be honest. No. No. Not at all. So, Joe, in a second he does that? So where do we go from now? That's a good question. Where do we go? Yep. You, you can't go from not making the playoffs next year. Imagine if the Bengals don't make the playoffs. Think about it. Well, I mean, you can have a, no, a no, Super no, no. Bowl Think hangover. About it. You can have a Super Bowl hangover yeah. where you don't go as far they as play you in a wins. Tough division if they don't make too. it back to the you Super Bowl, that's okay. But I, I think they do need to make the playoffs. But he just took the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. See, How does he have the most pressure on? Yeah. Him? This is the thing, though, because now where can you go? You, you gotta. Now we need a Super Bowl. Everybody says like we need a Super Bowl. We've been there. We know what it feels like. It, it was, okay. we, we learned a little bit. We learned a lot. We keep getting better and better. Yeah, but you know, they got to win. How hard it is to get to a Super Bowl? Listen, listen. If Justin Joe, Herbert hasn't even made the postseason yet. I'll give you a better example, right? In a second, let me think of a guy. Dan Marino. Do you remember him? He's yes. one of the best of all time. In his second year, where did he go? Super Bowl. He went where? Super Bowl. Super Bowl? Has he been back? No, sir. Not still not. Has back. he been back? Still ain't been back. I'm a Pittsburgh guy. I love Dan. I just seen Dan about two weeks ago at the Miami no, training we're camp. We're about to say we're not about to have no Dan. So Marino's all I'm saying is so. this though. I, no, no, I love Dan. He's a pit guy. It's hard to get back there. And your second you go there, the expectations are so high. I don't know, Joe Burrow. Okay. I don't know. I, I, here's why. Here's why I like Shady's point. You're going to say it a lot. You're going to say a lot this year. My dog. That's right. Bengals went 2-14 and 14 the, before Joe Burrow shows up. Joe Burrow shows up. They win six games. Obviously, he tears his ACL, MCL, and every CL you can spell out in his second year. Third year, second year goes to the Super Bowl. Excuse me. Third year, what happens? You can't win six games, go to the Super Bowl, win six games. Like, where are we <laughs> right. on this? Okay, but if, they, if they make the postseason and they win a, a, a game in the playoffs, that's, that's a massive step back? Like, that's a failure of a season? No. No, no, no. I, I'll give you that, but here's a lot of let pressure. me let me drop, uh, let me sprinkle a little bit of cayenne pepper into this conversation. Come on, put that on there, baby. Put that on there. Um, I think Justin Herbert has the most at stake. Ooh, now see that that I can get on board with. And, and, and let me get you further on the Shady's board. The crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Herbert has the most at stake because within three years, you really know if a QB is going into the Hall of Fame. Sounds outlandish. Sounds outlandish. Whoa. Think of every quarterback. The first three? I'll tell Kurt Warner you said that. Think of every quarterback since the turn of the century. You knew Russell Wilson was going into the Hall in three years. Ben Roethlisberger, you knew if he was going to go into the Hall, it was because of what happened in the first three years. Patrick Mahomes, it's because of what happened in the first three years. I won't say you know they'll go into the Hall in three years. Let me rephrase that. After three years, you can have your Hall of Fame credentials basically solidified. Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson ain't going to the Hall because he won 10 straight seasons with 10 wins. No, he's going into the Hall because he went to two Super Bowls, won one. Ben Roethlisberger, Super Bowls. You know in them first three years what's going to happen to a quarterback. Justin Herbert is kind of on the precipice of greatness or continuing to be a question mark. Mm -mm. That's where I yeah. think a lot's at mm -mm. stake. You're shaking your head. Why? He lost me too, Joy. He lost me. <laughs> Mm -mm. Why? No. We're talking about the NFL Hall of Fame. It's the most prestigious Hall of Fame sure. in all of sports. And no jokers in there at all. It's, it's a real thing. I don't know the conflict over who's getting in, baseball Hall of Fame nonsense. That's not it. You can have a very long career and not make it to a Super Bowl and still get into the Hall of Fame yes. based off of your numbers and the amount of, uh, of contributions I think rare for quarterbacks because think about think about this the game. Uh, th three years is nothing. You can decide if they're going to be the future of your organization in three years, but you don't have your Hall of Fame credentials cemented in your first three I think, years. Yeah. What, I'm, that's, what, that's what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. Retroactively, because hindsight is 2020, or when wearing these glasses. Retroactively, you know this much. In the first three years, we can look back and say, "Oh wow." It was really them first three years that got you there. Because Phillip Rivers, he's a fringe Hall of Famer, never got to a Super Bowl. But all of our surefire Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowls. So, again, when I say what's at stake for Herbert, it's are we going to look up after three years, Joy, and he's not made the playoffs? We can't keep well, uttering he's great. I haven't put Justin Herbert in the Hall of Fame. That's everybody else. I think Justin Herbert is an incredible talent. But he does need to start taking steps, steps. up went on the field as far as the winning goes. They need to make the postseason this year. But if they don't make the postseason this year, I'm not going to go as far as to say that Justin Herbert will never have the potential to have a Hall of Fame career. Right. He could play another 10 years. I will say this, though. If Herbert, before you get in, Dave, if Herbert doesn't make the playoffs this year, I do think he is going to have the biggest narrative change of all these quarterbacks. Yeah, but yes. narratives I mean, and winning and, and success – 
and, and a decade of numbers are all different things. I'm just going to stop putting him in the category of Joe Burrow, who's Fair. just played in a Super Bowl, and Patrick Mahomes, who has a league MVP, has played in two Super Bowls and has won a Super Bowl. I'm going to take him out of that conversation. But that's just me taking him out of a conversation with doing the show. It doesn't mean he's not still going to have the potential and time to be Hall of Famer. And that's why Joy and I are right. Because oh. Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, whatever right. happens to them this year, they're going to get their deals. They're going to be the quarterbacks yeah. of their teams. And we're going to be here next summer being like, is Justin Herbert going to do it this year? We'll <laughs> <laughs> like, be doing it this yeah. time next year, too. Yeah, yeah no, he's so young. Like, yes. bro, three years, he's so young. If he goes out there and has another 5,000 yards, right, and something like 30, 40 touchdowns. Here, here I think, is the And gets better each, like, come on. Here, here's where I'm You're saying. not any better. You're saying Joe's under the most pressure. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Listen, they would how much, how much, how much, in Cincinnati today much, if they could. How much better can you get? What's you a can't, Super Bowl you your could second win a Super Bowl, year? you could win multiple and, so, MVPs. So, hold up. so if he don't win a Super Bowl in the next two years, two, three years, what are we going to say about Joe Burrow? I'm telling you, it's hard to do. We got you're, a lot of show left. We got a lot of show left. I got to put a pause in that conversation to talk about another quarterback. Apparently, Trey Lance is a little annoyed that Jimmy G is still around. Oh. Wait a second, Trey. You got the audacity to be annoyed? You heard what he said. You he said what he said. said. Annoyed? When we come back, we're going to talk about that one. Not speak. Don't go anywhere. Hey, he said what he said, man. <laughs> Yo, welcome back to Speak. Y'all got to check out this tweet from Kevin Durant. Now, NBA 2K, y'all know the video game, it, it released overall rankings. And KD Trey, KD Trey 5, his handle, is a 96 in 2K23. 96. KD was not loving it. He said, quote, hey, Ronnie 2K, I'm going to need an explanation on why I'm not a 99. This has become laughable. Shady, how you feel about that tweet, big dog? I love Kevin Durant. He can shoot, he can play defense, he can dunk the ball. But a 99, though, bro? I know he's perfect. He, 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 should be, he should be at least like a 97, 98. At least That's 98. Fair. Leave some room for Giannis. That's all I got to say. Okay, moving on from the NBA to the NFL, we got to talk about the 49ers quarterback situation because it's drama brewing in the Bay. Trey Lance, we get it. He's a Niners starter. That's been announced. That's official. But Jimmy Garoppolo, one of the winningest quarterbacks by percentage is back, backing Trey Lance up on a one-year deal. Trey Lance had a report that came out saying, quote, he was a little annoyed after the Niners decided to keep Jimmy G. A little annoyed is Trey Lance. I'm a little annoyed that he was annoyed, but Dave Hellman, <laughs> how do you feel? Has Trey Lance earned the right to be annoyed that they kept Jimmy G? Yeah, I mean, hey, he's earned the right. You said it at the top of the show, what they gave up to get him. I mean, like, they announced to the world that he's their guy. So to find out that the old guy is still around, yeah, that's a little bit annoying. And the, <laughs> the key to me is, again, it's a report. Like, basic, like, have you ever been annoyed about something that happened at work? Of course. And you went home and you're kind of like, ah, that pissed me off a little bit. And then guess what? You maybe have a drink, you vent to your friend. Come back to work the next day, and it's all good. Like, what's wrong with that? I'll say this, though. Joy, you've been here longer than I have. I wasn't annoyed in my freaking first year as a starter, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Your boy had to wait a couple years before I was going to let them annoyances start to so show. I, sh I can't be annoyed. No, right, cool. not at least for a couple of shows. <laughs> two, two, five, where you at? Has Trey Lance earned the right to be annoyed? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. My thing is this. When they gave up three first-round picks and they came to get me, they had a whole conversation. Listen, Trey... This is your team. We'll give you the keys. Take one year to learn the offense, right? Get used to the NFL. And after that, it's your car. So why is the old driver in my seat? <laughs> Come on, man. He got to go to another team because it's my show. It's the 49ers. Joe Montana, Steve Young. It's now Trey Lance. He got to go. Because if he does play, have a bad game or two, you know how it goes. The players, oh, man. Trainer, I ain't getting the ball. We was doing better without him. Let's get Jimmy G back there. Shady, it was, get him going. It was 2013. We are standing on the sidelines of a Philadelphia Eagles practice. Okay. Um, I think the twos were up. Maybe I was starting then because I remember vividly watching this. There was a, a, a defensive lineman. I won't say his name, Bo Allen. There was a defensive lineman that was, <laughs> on, so. that was on the field, and he, like, did something reckless, right? No, he didn't do something reckless. That's what he did. He yelled, sack! During a scrimmage because he was trying to let Chip Kelly, Coach Kelly, know that the quarterback would have got sacked. Coach Kelly took out his whistle, turned around, and said, shut the explicitive up, rookie. You can go back to college. Ooh. Rookies, Ooh. young bucks, haven't earned certain stripes that old vets have earned. Brandon Graham can yell sack. He's a 10-year vet, 12-year vet for the Eagles, whenever he wants. Fletcher Cox, he can yell sack in practice whenever he wants. But rookie Bo Allen, uh, Bo Allen ends up winning a Super Bowl. Shout out to my dog. But rookie Bo Allen hadn't earned the right to yell sack because young bucks haven't necessarily earned certain rights. Joy Taylor, speaking of earning rights, you are the elder statesman 
on the show. I am. You the OG. That's his nice way of saying I'm the oldest on the show. You the OG. You the OG. I am the oldest on the she show. She the eldest statesman on the show. <laughs> his Trey Lance earned the right to be annoyed. Yeah, I'm yelling sack on behalf of <laughs> Trey Lance. I, I, as the old auntie, I'm going to yell sack for you. <laughs> but he is. He's 22 years old. So what 22-year-old wouldn't be annoyed with this situation? Yeah. Like, we put in a, a tremendous amount of pressure. And he didn't come out and say this, obviously. This is a report. But we put a tremendous amount of pressure on these these young men and, and, and young women in sports that is really unrealistic. At 22 years old, I did not have the emotional capacity. I did not have the maturity to handle anything like this. So the idea that he would just be able to come in and deal with Jimmy G, who has had a lot of success in that building, has friends in that building, has won games, has been in the trenches with those men in that building, mm-hmm. looming over his shoulder is, is, a, is a problem. And this is the issue that I have with organizations when they do this. And it's why I will pound the table on this every single time. And I am always right, so I don't know why they don't listen anyway. Sometimes. But I'm always right about this. There is no value in starting a a veteran over a rookie quarterback that you have taken in the first round. If every other player that's taken in the first round is expected to contribute a play immediately, it's only the quarterbacks. I understand they have a lot more to adjust to. But when you put a quarterback in a situation like this, when you put a 21-year-old, a 22-year-old in a situation like this, this is what happens. You start to have division. There has to be an, an awareness of your personnel. You have to understand your locker room. I don't give teams passes when they have chaos like this. You created this situation. You traded three first-round picks to bring in Trey Lance. Jimmy G was up out of there the moment so then, that you did so, but that. Then, so what should the Niners have done? Because be real, though, Joy, you've watched enough ball to know this much. If the Niners would have started Trey Lance all of last season, they're not going to Dallas this and beat the Cowboys. This situation is the only one I give a pass on, and that is only because Trey Lance was in a very unique situation with COVID where he wasn't able to Fair. play football for an extended amount of time. <clears throat> so he, Now, you still, you still felt like he was good enough to use those picks on him, so mm-hmm. he wasn't that raw. But in this situation, I gave them a pass because he was raw. But this is what it leads to. It leads to division. It leads to, uh, I got to go out there. I got to push more. There's extra pressure. He doesn't feel like it's his team. And you guys know this. You got to know who the guy is. This is the leader. This is the guy you're driving into work on Sunday. Like, we got a chance to win because he's our guy. You don't want to drive into work like, Maybe we do, but if we don't, maybe Jimmy G can come in. <laughs> Not to mention, like, there, it's, there's a big picture, too. Like, I mean, I agree with Joy, but the Chiefs played it beautifully when they had Mahomes. They yep. let him sit for a year. They still knew they could get four years of starting experience. If, if, if Trey doesn't play now, now you're getting into the halfway point of his rookie deal without knowing who it is. No, by the way, a little bit of live research for you, just so you know. I'm sure you do. Bo Allen was a seventh-round pick. I'm about to ask you that, too, Joe. Bo I'm Allen was a seventh-round pick. Trey Lance is the number two overall that his team gave up a ransom to get. I think he's got a little bit more say <laughs> I mean, in what happens. I'm glad that you brought up Patrick Mahomes, too, because everyone brings that up. And I would like to remind everyone that there is only one Patrick Mahomes walking planet Earth. One. He is one of one. He is the best in the league right now. So I would argue that even if he did play his rookie year, he'd have been all right. And they have a pretty good team and a pretty good coach. He would have been fine. It's not like it stunted his development. And obviously he is what he is. Everybody isn't Patrick Mahomes. Some people need those live reps. They need that development. And more importantly, we all know this. Well, I know this because I'm the oldest. You have to allow young people the ability to fail. Like, you learn things in failure. If the pressure is you've got to be perfect or Jimmy G's going to come in and take your job, you don't play the same way. Uh, Shady, I know you're, you're itching to get in on this. Let me ask you this, though, because I can't wait to hear your brilliance on the matter. Young quarterbacks don't really have the space to fail anymore. We just talked about it at nauseum. Joe Burrow in his second year, Super Bowl appearance. Justin Herbert in his first two years, statistically speaking, the greatest quarterback by statistics through two years. Young quarterbacks, uh, Jalen Hurts in his second year, at least as a starter, Eagles all of a sudden, they're in the playoffs. Young quarterbacks really have to win right away. I don't know if Trey Lance has the luxury of failing. Shady, how do you feel that the Niners have handled this situation? Three first-round picks for Trey Lance, but still keeping Jimmy G there. See, like, <clears throat> I'm not big on, like, keeping the same – keeping a starter, right? But I think in the event that they did this, it was cool because he didn't have a big market. Like, everybody talks about Jimmy G, how good he is, and, oh, my God, he did so well with the 49ers. This is Jimmy G. He, he did okay. When we, when we played them for the Chiefs in a championship game, like, we wanted him to throw the ball. We wanted him to get to third and six. Like, please get to third and six. Why did y'all want him to throw the ball? Because we knew that we would have a – that was like an advantage for us. Like, if we get him to throw the ball, we're going to win this game. So, if you think about all the games that they had, how many games did Jimmy G really win? Not a lot. 
Right, one, maybe two if. I mean, so Trey Lance can do that. And once you give up all them, them, them draft picks, you know he's going to be the guy. I just think that when people talk about this situation with the 49ers and keeping Jimmy G, he didn't have a big market. So I, I should stay here because they already love me, you know, and then next year I'll be a free agent and we'll see what happens. But he didn't have a big market to go to. And I think with Trey Lance, I, I, I like that he had a year that the, the way it was a good team. And you can see the offense. I hate when quarterbacks have to come in and play. They don't really do that well when they have to do that. That's true. That's yeah, very true. When they true. sit and learn, they can watch everything. Patrick Mahomes always talks about I, I that. I will say this much. If you think about the last five <laughs> MVP winners, if I'm not mistaken, doing this off the top of my head, Aaron Rodgers, he didn't have to play right away. That's right. Tom Brady, he didn't have to play right away. Lamar Jackson, he didn't have to play right away. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he didn't have to play yeah. right away. So at least that's four at minimum. And Aaron Rodgers, he won back-to-back. So that's the last five MVP winners. They did not have to play right away. I do not know if Trey Lance has an MVP in his future, but based off the past, it tells you this much. If you don't play right away, it will you, end up you, best. You never know. For you. Coming up, we're talking about four of the best quarterbacks in the game. I'm not talking about Trey Lance anymore. We're talking about bona fide best. Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, Allen. Is it Super Bowl or bust for them? That's next on Speed. Don't go anywhere. I like Trey. What's yeah, going on? Give him a shot. What's going on? Give him a shot, man. Yo, welcome back to Speak. We're only two days away from the NFL season opener, which means it's talking about time to talk about the best of the best quarterbacks in the game. Talking about the real great ones. But is it Super Bowl or bust for any or maybe all of them? Now, here's how the game's going to go. Everybody on the desk is going to have a paddle. They're going to hold up no. They're going to hold up yes. I'm going to ask, is it Super Bowl or bust? I'm really just kind of be the game show host. I always wanted to be one. All right, we got to get them started off with the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. We know what it is for him. He's entering his fifth year, if I am not mistaken. Is it Super Bowl or bust for Josh Allen? Paddles up, please. Yes, no. Ooh. Shady, no. Shady, talk to me. We got two yeses and one no. Why is it Super Bowl or bust for Josh? It's like... He's still young, bro. He got a lot of time. He sure he'll get better and better and better. He's what, 26 years old? Guys is playing to their 40s. He'll be all right. And the next three years, he'll get a championship. Response? He, he needs to. He needs to. I mean, like, look, we have talked so much. The Bills are like the front runner. You know y'all can put the paddles down. To win. You know what? Okay, I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize. The Buffalo Bills, like, throughout my lifetime, <laughs> they were the team that couldn't get to the playoffs. They had the longest playoff drought in American sports. And now they're the favorite to win the Super Bowl. That entire city is begging to get back to the Super Bowl. It's on Josh Allen. Like, it's got to be Super Bowl <laughs> or bust. You want an NFL dad joke? Yes, please. What is the Bills stand for? Boy, I love losing Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, yes, yes, it is. How are you going to say there's more pressure on Joe Burrow? There's not pressure on John, yeah, Josh Allen. Let's not get distracted. Let's not get yeah, distracted. Yeah, yeah. We got to go. Tom is, Brady. Tom Brady, seven-time Super Bowl champ. But is it Super Bowl or bust for the GOAT? Paddles up, paddles up, paddles Seven up. Seven times ain't no way. What? Wait, yes. <laughs> he had the wrong one. Dave Sean. You have time to change it. You have time to change it. Go ahead. Are y'all, are y'all crazy? Why? Why don't you think? Why is he still playing if not to win a Super <laughs> Thank Bowl? Thank you. The man's wow. like the man is a member of the AARP. Like he, like I mean, what are, what are we doing here? Why would he come back from retirement? He had a chance. He had a chance to retire. By the way, he had a chance to go out on top. They won a Super Bowl when he was like 42 or whatever. He's 45 years old. Like, why would he come back? Why would he subject himself Bruh. to this if not to add to that resume? I agree with you. Can we get oh. an air fist bump? Let's air hey, fist bump. Listen, real quick. You. I appreciate These you. guys are the, are the um, Tom Brady haters, just so y'all know. What is, what, what's he playing for if not yeah. to win a Super Bowl? Bruh, if you retire. He got seven championships. Um, so what are you playing <laughs> so for? Why is he oh, still here? Because. Because. What exactly. does he have to Joy. accomplish no, by winning a Super no. Bowl? Tom Brady owes nobody nothing, not an explanation. If he wants to come out and play football for fun, for free, he could do that. He owes his wife he, something. He does. Uh, little, hey, look, that was him. That was amazing. Next, next question, next question, next question. Next quarterback. Next quarterback. That's quarterback. Here's my thing. If you're going to come back from retirement, after retiring, you won seven Super Bowls. You won with Belichick. You won without Belichick. You proved everything you need to prove. There is no point 
in coming back and playing unless you win Shady, a Super Bowl. You played, you played with him. You tell like he he ain't gonna be happy ending his career on any other note, is he? There's no way. No, it's not. Okay. It's not, it might not be his last year this year. It might not be his last year. He might come back. Let me ask you. We've this. never seen nobody like him. The last two years of your career, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, correct? Bang bang. What did you come back <laughs> to play for? You ain't come back for no rushing yards. You came back for the rings and first, things. First, that is true, because the Jets reached out. I was like, oh, the Jets. Oh, ah. <laughs> I'm going to go and retire. <laughs> but it's Tom Brady, though. Like, he got seven championships. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We're going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. We already know what Patrick Mahomes has accomplished. Former NFL MVP and Super Bowl champion. I need y'all's paddles. Is a Super Bowl a bust for Mahomes? Shady. Shady, why are you Thank, cheating? Right. Why are you looking at those people's answers Thank to get y'all answers? I'm looking at myself on TV. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got unanimous no's. And let me say the yes. If you're Patrick Mahomes and you've already won a Super Bowl at this stage in your career, as Joy Taylor has stated, as Dave Hellman has stated, as I agree, you're the greatest quarterback in football. At this point, you've set the bar so high. Unfortunately, Mahomes, you're prisoner of your own success. I think it is Super Bowl or bust, Joy. No, not at all. He, he's, he's earned the right to have a little wiggle room. You're not going to make the Super Bowl every single year. Tom ruined it for everybody, respectfully. But that's a different standard. You don't have to go to the Super Bowl every single year to have a long and successful career. Aaron Rodgers does it. You can be great and not be in the Super Bowl every single year. I don't think it's Super Bowl or bust for the Chiefs this year. If they don't go to the Super Bowl this year, do we think that, like, the legacy is over? No, not at all. I would say that we are... Not to mention they're in the toppest division. Uh, in the, and they probably go there in the next three years. They can get a championship. But I yeah. think if they don't go, the legacy is not over. But I would go as far as to say the dynasty probably is. No. Remember, they said they that, wanted six rings. What if they What if they don't go this year and they win two more? They saying. said the same thing about Golden State. Be hey, careful with that young. end of the dynasty still thing. still young. I think uh, Mahomes yeah. is going to be able to play football into his late 30s. For sure. He's 26. For sure. He's going to be... He signed a 10-year deal with the Chiefs. He's going to be there You guys so quick, man. If you don't championship in your first two years or three years you can't be good all right if you don't if you don't get another championship for Patrick Mahomes we got one already if you don't get two in the next three years he's trash like you guys gotta take <laughs> no, 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 it no, no, easy no. like my thing this football thing is so hard to win remember what Tyree Kill and Chris Jones said big dog and you should have you was there after y'all won the first Super Bowl with the Chiefs Tyree Kill Chris Jones said we coming for seven Michael Jordan got six we want seven it's not me that's put this pressure on Mahomes it's Mahomes current and former teammates he so he, they said it's Super Bowl or bust for himself. That's not a nacho thing, man. That's my home. Does he have time, though? He has time, right? Yes. Okay. okay. But I think if he wants to be Tom Brady as far as winning seven, eight, nine, six, seven, eight, then you got to start stacking him up early. That's just my thought process. Okay. It's a competitive landscape. But finally, we got to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Because he won. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't say go. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. F finish. I'm sorry. Paddles up. Super Bowl and bust for Aaron Rodgers. I know your answer. Huh. Oh, I knew that was going to make you mad. I love Lone it. Ranger. Let's hear it. Let's hear this. Let's hear this. It's been Super Bowl or bust for this dude for like the last five years, and it mm. hasn't happened. And what what has changed for Aaron Rodgers? Honestly, have the, do the Packers seem like they know that it's Super Bowl or bust? Like, are they going above and beyond to make this easy on him? Every easy. year. Oh. Every year. Oh. Every year we do this. We're like, he's got to get over the hump. And they don't get over the hump, and we're back here talking about it the next year. And by the way, the Packers' offense doesn't look any better than it has the last two or three years. So how can I say it's Super Bowl or bust? Oh, Joy, you had a pretty uh, vivid reaction. Talk to me. Super Bowl or bust, Yeah, of Rodgers. course it's Super Bowl or bust for Aaron. Aaron is the one that talked about also retiring. He's the one that threatened to retire to get his deal. And Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be the best. I mean, he's back-to-back -back MVP. He doesn't do anything in the postseason. The Packers had the anything. worst ending out of any team, the worst end of their season out of anyone last year. They didn't get any pressure, any reaction. They're just like, oh, well, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, <laughs> you, you win. The, you're the number one seed in the NFC. You have a bye. You're at home against Jimmy G, who is getting replaced by Trey Lance in, a, in a, a wild card team. We talked all about the Cowboys losing. The Cowboys losing. What about Green Bay losing? What about what about the back-to-back -back MVP? So, yes, it is absolutely you know, Super Bowl or bust for Aaron Rodgers this year. I got to be honest, I agree with Dave. Thank because, you. Thank you. Aaron Rodgers, I've grown solace in the fact that he's just not going to win the Super Bowl. Like, I've come to terms with it. You know, again, when, when again. your life yeah. is so bad, there come seasons of life where maybe it's a month, maybe it's a year, where you just realize 
it's just not going to happen right. for me. And that's where I am with Aaron Rodgers. It's just not going to happen I, I for can him. I see that. I just finally kick back. I stopped stressing. I know they You know the win. outcome. I know the outcome. Yeah, he's going to have so great. Why? Pass this way, pass that way. Oh, my God, he's the greatest of all time. Playoffs. And then they're going to lose. Yeah, so I get that. That's get where that. I'm at, big yeah. dog. But, like, I see that you still think it is Super Bowl the bus for Rodgers. Why? I mean, they, they pay you $50 million a year, right? Yeah, is that what real. the number is? That's I mean, real. That's real. You lose that's your real. best receiver, right? So they give you all these rookies now. You complain about them. He does this every year. I just hate that they praise Aaron Rodgers so much. See, I, I don't care to say it. They praise this dude all the time, and all we see is the same results every postseason. A L. Mm. Every time. Oh, it's so great. You see that pass? The, what's this thing he does? And lost. Every time. We need to get a, a, a loser belt. Because every time, you know, yeah. It happens all the time. And listen, the thing is, as, as, as players, no, no, as players, we talk about this. The media don't want to do it. Whew. <laughs> okay, well. Just keeping, it, just keeping it real. Is it time to go to the next Ooh. segment? Yeah, simple as that. Coming up, Baker Mayfield. Starts off the season against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. Uh -oh, Baker, you showdown. Been that Carolina Blue. But we are going to tell you who needs a win more. Oh, it's going to be a great conversation. Don't go anywhere. SP. I see it, baby. I like that blue, though. No, that blue is nice. Oh, here we go. Well, all eyes will be on Baker Mayfield Sunday when his old team and his new team face off. Baker Mayfield and the... Cleveland Browns going head-to-head. -head. Now, Baker Mayfield has been trying to sell some T-shirts, and uh, Kevin Stefanski hasn't liked necessarily what Baker Mayfield has said, saying that he wants to get some revenge. Now, with all of that being said, I got to ask the question. Shady, who needs a win more? Is it Baker or is it the Browns when they face off? It's Baker. I, I love Baker. I'll I I tell you what. I love his attitude, right? The narrative is set. They trade him. They get Deshaun Watson. They give him a guaranteed contract. Goes to Carolina. What can he do in Carolina? If he can beat his old team, we love Baker for his attitude, right? The chip on the shoulder. The walk, the walk on that became the starter. Like, we love them stories. So, it, it'll mean so much to me if he go on there and get a win. I guess your old team. I've been there with the Buffalo Bills and the Eagles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I got numbers and receipts if y'all need to know. Dave, who needs to win more? Yeah, I mean, if I can use a cliche analogy, like, does anybody root for the, the dumper? No, you root for the dumpy. Like, Baker Mayfield got unceremoniously dumped. And, I mean, we don't have to get into the Browns. I mean, all the nonsense with Deshaun Watson. But, yeah, like, he's like, you kick me to the curb for a guy that's got all that going on? Unceremoniously? Like, I, I'm openly rooting for Baker Mayfield. I got no problem Ooh. saying it. And I'm not, like, I'm not some big Baker stan. I didn't go to OU or anything. But, like, that sucks, man. I hope he, I hope he enacts some revenge on him, to be honest with you. Story Revenge game, Panthers-Browns. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, uh, and that's because of Baker Mayfield. I mean, listen, I, I sold every single shred of Baker Mayfield stock that I had. And I did have some. And as a Pittsburgh girl, you know that's difficult for me to believe in anything that the Browns were doing. But they did have a great year with Baker. The one time that he was healthy and everyone around him was perfect, it was wonderful. As soon as anything started to fall <laughs> apart, so did Baker Mayfield, because that's what, that's what Baker Mayfield created for himself. There was a time where his attitude was fun. In college, then you were the Heisman Trophy winner and the number one overall pick. So you ain't the little dog no more. You big dog. You the number one dog. You're not an underdog anymore. <laughs> it's none. All the dog is gone. Like now you're the leader. And he messed that up in Cleveland. Like, again, there's no point in talking about what Cleveland did after they decided to move on from Baker Mayfield. And the decision was made before, obviously, they went for Deshaun Watson. But let's not have some revisionist history on how bad and toxic it got So you're saying Browns. Cleveland. You're saying Browns need So the need Browns need, the, need to get the win here. Yes. Baker, Baker getting a win over the Cleveland Browns, okay. That's the standard we got for you now, Baker. The Browns need to get these but, wins because I mean, they are going to be without their $230 million guy into Sean Watson. Every win actually matters at the highest level for them. It's not a revenge game for the Cleveland Browns. It's a I need to go get this win game. I like what she's saying, but from the bigger picture, I think Baker Mayfield desperately needs to win more. Yeah. Baker desperately needs this win more than Cleveland for a couple reasons. One, selfishly. When a team dumps you, right. you want to pay them back. That's true. Shady has been yes. there before. The Philadelphia Eagles traded my dog 2-5, 2 live for a bag of chips for Kiko Alonso, great linebacker. No, 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 no. He wasn't great. 
Bag of chips. You said it. Keep going. Keep going. Come on. Come on. They traded my dog, Shady, to the Buffalo Bills for a linebacker. A linebacker. You're talking about the NFL's leading rusher in this, at that season in 2013. And by 2015, he's traded. How much vengeance was in your mind and heart when you were going back to play the Eagles? So as the, as the player, man, you, you, you feel like, first of all, you have a, a bond with your teammates, right, and your old coaches. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's something that you can't get rid of. And then when you get traded, you never know how Baker is because, for me, it took me like maybe like four or five games to get that eagle out of me, right? I had times where I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm in the Bills uniform. So it hits you differently, right? And then you look at Baker, number one pick overall. Like, all that matters. So has the best commercials in, in the stadium, <laughs> you know? But now – I think this the inside, like inside, I got to beat these guys. When we lost to Philadelphia, I, re- I was the first one in the locker room. I tore the whole locker room up. I was so angry. I'm sure this week the guys for the, um, the Panthers, they're going to rally around him, play hard for him. But so you, he needs that win, man. Here's the why. Because when you lost to the Eagles, it wasn't the Bills that lost. It was LaShawn yeah. McCoy that lost. Baker Mason, you don't get yeah. a second chance at a first impression. You don't. Baker's first impression with the Carolina Panthers is this Sunday against his former team. Baker won't get a second chance. Joy, when I think about the Browns, to me, whether they win this game or lose this game, their season really is kind of a loss. We know Deshaun Watson doesn't return to Week 11. I don't think Browns fans are truly dependent upon Jacoby Brissett to lead them to the promised mm. land. Whereas... Panthers fans really are dependent upon Baker Mayfield, plus Christian McCaffrey, plus Robbie got a lot of talent. plus DJ Moore, plus another uh, offseason acquisition just two or three weeks ago uh, whose name has slipped my mind. They've loaded up talent-wise LaVisca Chenault. They've loaded up talent-wise, if I'm not mistaken, he was a dude in the Pac-12. So if you really think about good it, Baker doesn't have an opportunity to make another impression outside of Sunday, whereas the Browns, to me, Joy... Win or lose, they still going to lose at the end of the season. <laughs> I don't think that the Browns players look at it that way. Browns players aren't like, oh, well, it's not Sean Watson ain't here, so we're just going to just coast until week 12. They're also playing. The Browns have a great roster, right? We're not, not just forgetting coast, everybody else. But you know what time it is. Let's be real for a yeah, second. Yeah, let's be real. We've yeah. been in locker rooms. You longer than yeah, I have. Yeah, but you also know years. every single game is an audition for your next job and for your next check. This is for true. Your next, for your yeah, next but not, not, oh, not everybody. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Not like, everybody. Like, nah. for me, sure. But for Shady, it's kind of like you knew when we were going into a game, it depends if your quarterback was there or wasn't there. You kind of knew like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get mine. Right. But I don't know if we're going to get ours. Josh Allen would get hurt. That's when he started getting, like, better. He was a a superstar player. We like, oh, he's banged up. Is he playing this week? Is Josh playing this week? Because we know if Josh's not in that lineup, oh, it might get scary. (laughs) It might get scary. So that does matter. put out less effort. Like, you're nah, going to mail no, it just, in? You're not going to be interested in nah, winning because you gonna go, of it? You're going to go hard, you go, yeah, but you just know in the – and athletes will lie to y'all on other shows. On this show, yeah, we're not going to lie. Like, Tom Brady, if Tom Brady's banging up, he might not play. Oh. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that the expectations are unrealistic for Browns players or the Browns organization. I'm just saying they do need these wins. If they're going to go into bringing Deshaun back with any kind of momentum, they're not going into this saying, oh, week one of the season, oh, we're playing the Panthers, I guess we're going to lose. I think you got it backward, to be honest with you, Acho. Like, I mean, like, and like, imagine telling a Browns fan right now that it's over for them. Like, that is a nice roster. And like, we just leave Deshaun Watson out of it for 11 weeks. You got that offensive line. You got Chubb. You got Miles Garrett over on the other side of the ball. Like Amari that, Cooper. that is a good team. Amari, my guy, Amari Cooper joining the Name the quarterback, though. Jacoby Brissett is more experienced That's... than your average NFL here, let, me, let me give it to you like this. Let me give it to you. I'm going to go. I'm going to touch. Oh, I'm going to touch a heartstring real quick. Touch it. The Dallas Cowboys in 2020 had a nice roster. Tyron Smith had a nice roster. Zach Martin had a nice roster. Mm. Zeke Elliott had a nice roster. Amari Cooper had a nice roster. Dalton Schultz had a nice roster. Demarcus Lawrence had a nice roster. Randy Gregory had a nice roster. Who was the quarterback? Oh, wait. Andy Dalton. Dalton. Six-time Pro Bowler Andy Dalton, mind you. Not Jacoby Brissett. Six-time Pro Bowler Andy Dalton. What did the Dallas Cowboys do that year, sir? They went six and So that's what I'm saying. You know what it is? It's confidence. Whoever's under that center, you get more confident. Oh, he's playing? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, he's playing? All right, let's let's go. <laughs> but it, it's a difference. I don't know how to say that, and that's bad because I'm a player saying it, but it's the truth. But Jacoby is not going to play all season. True. He's play until week 12. That's literally, if I'm a Browns fan or a Browns player right now, I'm like, if we can hold the line and even be a little bit under 500 yeah. in November, whenever Watson comes back, let's go. We're I'm not saying this isn't, a, this isn't a, a big game for Baker and it is emotional. 
But I'm I'm saying I know what Baker is. I've seen what Baker is. I've seen what Baker is with a great roster and stability. I've seen what he is in Let chaos. me ask you, are you – can you really say – because I, I want to agree, agree with you wholeheartedly, but can we really say we know what Baker is when we saw him with four different coaches? Mm. Then the first time we saw him with Stefanski, 26 six touchdowns, 10 picks. Great year. Went to the playoffs, beat your Steelers. Second time Stefanski got hurt. If you give him a new head coach in Matt Rule, Matt Rule, who's more familiar with right, Baker from a right. college perspective, you give him more uh, exotic weapons on offense. Right. I won't say better weapons. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, great weapons. But more exotic weapons. Yeah. You know what that means. Yep. Christian McCaffrey, yes. Robbie Anderson, yes. DJ Moore. Real X-play playmakers. A lot of speed, too. Do you really, like, are you convinced you know exactly who Baker is, or could he surprise you? Nope. <laughs> I feel confident about it. I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Moving on to Dallas, because what surprised me, Jerry Jones' comments about Dak Prescott. Now, remember, Dak Prescott, he's starting year two of a $160 million deal that he signed last year. But team owner and general manager, Jerry Jones, he said, quote, teams that pay the big ticket on the quarterback, they have to sacrifice other places. Teams that pay the big ticket on the quarterback got to sacrifice other places. It got me thinking, Shady, is this a shot at Dak Prescott? Now, not a direct shot. You know what it is. Sometimes you catch a stray. Is this a shot at Dak Prescott from the owner? I think so. Like, hey, man, we we paying these big bucks. We need results, right? I, I don't want to hear about this player, that player. We paid you. I don't want to hear about the wide receivers that left or the, the guys on defense that's not there no more. I don't care about that. Every team goes to this. When you pay the quarterback, Sometimes with different places or different positions, you don't have no more because you can't pay everybody. So I'm not saying it's the case for the Dallas, but every quarterback goes to this. And I think as an owner, it's like, look, I don't worry about no excuses, man. I gave you that big money. I need results. I love Jerry Jones and his older age. Is that, a, is that appropriate, Dave, or is like some Jerry Jones mafia member going to come in? No, I mean, yeah, I think I don't think he would argue with you on that. I yeah. love – and Jerry Jones' owner, older age, he doesn't mince words. I love it. I love it. Because Jerry wouldn't have typically done this years ago to say kind of like subliminally, look, when we pay you, Dak Prescott, that kind of money, we got to cut some other corners. I do think it was a little bit of a shot. Joy, where you stand? <laughs> it sounds like a shot. I'm just confused about it because there are teams that pay their quarterback and still manage to put lots of talent around them. They, they, they still manage to balance Joy. the checkbook. One right down the street in Los Angeles. They seem like they pay everybody. They might got one of those. Uh, they got a pro bowler at every position last like, time I looked. Yeah, they got some. Uh, LA Rams don't seem like they got extra a accounts going on or something. They <laughs> Uh, it, there are teams that pay their quarterback and still manage to put talent around them. And so the, taking a shot at Dak Prescott for being paid what he earned as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys seems a bit silly. Also, you were the one that paid him. So aren't you really kind of taking a shot at yourself? That's like true. you're the one that decided this is what his contract was and what he deserved. Point. And you paid him off of an, an injury. So you, you really could have potentially held out even more. And I always go back to you had him on a fourth-round rookie deal for how many years and you weren't able to get things done. So now all of a sudden the Dak's being paid. Now all of a sudden a it's Dak's problem. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Let's. So I, it's just always Dak's fault then. We, yes. know we, you figured it out. You got no, to the bottom of it, Joel. If that's the case, then it's just always Dak's fault. It's of Dak's course. fault when he wasn't being paid. He's it's back in the Dallas Cowboys. When he it's always his fault. Okay, so that's what, that's what it is then. Why do people side Whose with... Whose fault was it for the past 25 years? Because y'all only got three playoff wins. <laughs> Why do people side with billionaires over millionaires? Like, I do, not, I do not understand that at all. They're worth $8 billion. The Forbes list just came out like two weeks ago. Like, we all saw it. Dak, Dak Prescott got a big deal. That's awesome. It's on the Cowboys to make the roster competitive regardless. And plenty of other teams have figured it out. Again, Joey mentioned the Rams. The Kansas City Chiefs... Had to trade Tyreek Hill because Patrick Mahomes is expensive. But what did they do? Last year, they went out and revamped their offensive line. They literally were like, this line's not getting it done in the Super Bowl. We got to fix the whole thing. They go get Juju. They go get Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They still have Travis Kelsey. They drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the first round. Hasn't necessarily lived up to that, but, like, they are putting the resources into it. The Cowboys are third in cap space in the league right now. Amari Cooper could be on this team. I want to say that as many times as I can. <laughs> Amari Cooper could be on this team. There was nothing forcing their hand. They didn't want him there anymore. They said, three-time pro bowler, leader of our receiver core. We're good. We got Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup, who's going to miss at least a few games, by the way. Hmm. They put themselves here on purpose. Their offensive line is in disarray. Again, Lyle Collins did not need to be cut. 
They did not want him anymore. That, that, like, they put themselves in this situation, and then they point at Dak and say, you're making too much money. It's absolutely insane. It makes no sense. Let me push back slightly. I've been in the weight room, so you know your boy can push back okay, a little okay, bit stronger okay. and a little bit more aggressively than he typically has been able to. Joy, I'm trying to figure out your pronouns because you said whose fault is it? It's your fault. You, you, you. I'm trying to figure out who the your is here. If I'm Jerry, I'm looking at Dak Prescott like, hey, big dog. In 2016, when you earned the starting spot, and I kept you there because Tony Romo did, in fact, come back. He became healthy. When you earned the starting spot, you had Hall of Famers around you. You had a ring of honor players around you at literally every position. Tight end, ring of honor player Jason Witten. Offensive line, probably three ring of honor players. Travis Frederick, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith. Running back, ring of honor player Ezekiel Elliott. Wide receiver, ring of honor player in Des Bryant. When you showed up, I gave you ring of honor players at literally every position. And what did you give me in return? Now, I'm giving you ring of honor money. And what are you giving me in return? If I'm Jerry Jones, I am taking that shot. Because I've earned the right to take that shot. Because I gave you all the players you needed. You ain't give me no chips. I gave you all the money you needed, and I still ain't seen a chip. What else you want me to give you? So, for me, I can't look at an organization that has an extensive record and put it on individual players who have not been there for decades. There is a common thread with the Dallas Cowboys. What is it? That they are enormously enormously successful on the business end of things, yep. probably the best in the history of sports when you look at what the organization was yep. to what it is now, the most expensive uh, organization in all of sports, not just football, in the whole world. And that is, that's something to be said for that. Sure. But Incredible. there are not wins. And what is the connecting fiber? Dak Prescott was not on this team 25 years ago. Let me ask you a question. Ago. Let me ask you a question. I just thought of this. Let me ask you this. Don't generational caliber quarterbacks – change trajectories of franchises. Of course, you preach this like message. Joe Burrow and Correct. Cincinnati Bengals. Tom Brady, and you don't like comparing Tom Brady, so we started with Joe Burrow. We didn't start with Tom. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Tom Brady goes to the Bucks. Patrick Mahomes goes to the Chiefs. Whenever you talk about these generational quarterbacks, they can triumph over the history of their franchise. Sure, but what I'm saying is you can't put it on Dak Prescott when for the last 25 years it's been the same story. And the connecting fiber is what? The same thing. The Dallas Cowboys don't change at the top. I'm not saying that Jerry Jones isn't an excellent owner because he is. He's, and he's certainly one of the best businessmen in the history of sports and the NFL. But I'm not going to put it on Dak. I'm not going to put the, the lack of playoff success on Dak Prescott when you have three wins in 25 years. Let's take it back to the last segment. Shady, Aaron Rodgers, better than Dak Prescott? You know that answer. Definitively. <laughs> Definitive. And I love Dak. Better than Dak. Go ahead. How, how's that working out for him? Not getting any help, not having any talent around him, front office, not investing draft picks. Is he getting over the hump? Is Aaron Rodgers, at the end of the day, doing it all by himself? He's not. They fall short every year. Not, I mean, they, they are still not helping him. They got rid of Devontae Adams. Nobody does it alone. Literally nobody. Not even guys making $50 million. If Aaron Rodgers can't do it, Dak Prescott can't do it. And he shouldn't be asked to. It's absolutely ridiculous. I hear you. He shouldn't be asked to. But Jerry Jones, I guess if you pay somebody $160 million, you can ask him about whatever you want. At least get an MVP or something like that. Something. Something. Or something. Coming up, a lot has been said leading up to the NFL season opener. But we got to bring a little bit of social media onto the show. We're going to tell you if we're retweeting what's retweet. Or if we blocking it, we don't want nothing to do with that nonsense. I speak for yourself. Speak. Not for yourself, but I will speak for myself. Yo, welcome back, family. There's been a lot in the news leading up to the NFL season <laughs> opener. Have you gotten that out before I started? I'm in my zone. And you're going to call in the middle of that. My bad, brother. Goodness gracious. Learn etiquette. Anyway, been a lot leading up, a lot of news leading up to the NFL season opener. And we got to talk about certain things. Are they deserving of a retweet, meaning we like it, love it, or do they deserve to be blocked, meaning we don't? Hopefully y'all are on Twitter. I shouldn't have had to explain that. We got to start in Dallas. Michael Parsons, superstar linebacker for the Cowboys, defensive rookie of the year unanimously last year. But recently he said... I want to be the best player mm. in the league. Shady, say it with, with your chest. Retweet not once, but twice. Ooh. Yeah, I think he's a beast. 
Best thing about him is he sat out his, his last year at Penn State. Mm-hmm. He came in the league and dominated, right? So what you think he's going to do this year? He might be the best player in the league. I don't know. If you blow up he's, my, a, he's a Harrisburg guy, if too. If you blow up my timeline with two retweets, I'm unfollowing you. Oh, Joy, wow. retweet or block. Shout out PA. Shout out Micah. I love it. Quote, tweet, retweet. Jif, <laughs> uh, a gif, Jif. I'm old. On top of it. I love yeah, Micah. I, I love yeah. his season last year. He was unbelievable. Obviously, defensive rookie of the year and finished second behind T.J. Watt in defensive player of the year. Had an unbelievable season. Why not? Why not? Dave, where we at? I hope you all realize Micah had 13 sacks last year when they just sort of told him to do it on the fly. They are like, hey, Micah, nobody else can do this. Can you? <laughs> what do you think he's going to do with a dedicated offseason? No, retweet all the way. I'm never di- doubting Micah Parker. I hear you. I hear you. Let's transition. Mitch Trubisky. I love him. I love him as a quarterback. But get this, y'all. He was named not only the starter, but also a team captain for their week one matchup against the Bengals. Woo! Mike Tomlin, Mitch Trubisky, our starting quarterback and our captain. Shady retweet a block, big dog. I'm blocking that. <laughs> Listen, shout out to Pittsburgh. I'm going to say it right now. Kenny Pickett's the guy. I mean, I guess they had to make Trubisky the guy because they paid him a couple of dollars. He's a little older. Kenny Pickett, saying it right now. Where you at? Retweet a block. Yeah, shout out to Pittsburgh, 412. But I- I'm going to block this. And uh, you, you love Mitchell Trubisky? I mean, I was way higher than most people on the Mitchell Trubisky signing. I thought it was a good signing at the time, and I think Mitch is a nice bridge quarterback. But this is kind of scary to me that Kenny Pickett wasn't able to win this job over him. They're not paying him that much. Shady's like $6.3 million. If he's not winning Ah. off the job and not being captain, that's concerning for me. I'm going to tread real carefully with a pit guy and a pit gal. I'm retweeting it. (laughs) It's the Steelers. This is like what the Steelers do. They're old school. They've only had three coaches in their history. They're not going to let a rookie come in and be the guy from the beginning. He, I mean, he could he could start in a month, but they're going to start with Trubisky. And so what if he's That's captain? Hard. They're not going to let they're not going to let that get let in the way. Let me say this. Let me say this. I'm retweeting it, but I'm commenting. I'm retweeting it because shout out to him being the starter, but I don't like him being named captain. Because if you're captain, you can't really bench a captain. Yeah. It's a terrible look. Watch him. Oh, watch him do it internally. internally. But it's a bad look. It's you okay. can't be a C, have the C on your chest just sitting there talking about, hey, you want water, big dog? Right. You want right. water, pick it. I'm retweeting it, but I'm commenting. <laughs> Finally, we got to land in the two, well, Philly. What's the Philly area code? Is it 215? 215. Yeah, it's 215. <laughs> I haven't been in a while. We got to land in the 215. A.J. Brown, superstar receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. He said, Yo, I'm ready to go to war with my quarterback, Jalen Hurts. 252 Live, you retweeting the block. You already know I'm retweeting. And guess what? AJ, I'm right with you, baby. If they need one, Miles Sanders need a break, <laughs> I'm ready to go. All time Philadelphia Eagles rusher. I'm sitting here. I'm ready for you. How many carries you we got? Gonna, in? We all ready for war, baby. And y'all all better say retweet or we're going to have issues in the dressing room. <laughs> Jay- Jaden, you got a job now. You can't go play backup, all right? You're not, t- you're not taking any. Why are you making a backup? Yeah. yeah. He got, he got are you going to start? Ah, I mean, little Miles is, Miles is pretty fast. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Again, shout out 412. I've been backing them lately. Shout out 412, Miles Sanders. This is a Pittsburgh show. This is, this is what's happening, really? Pennsylvania show. No, I'm retweeting this. I love this. I was right. wrong about the Eagles last year. I'm oh, that's okay. You made it to it. That's okay. I can say it when I'm wrong. I like what the Eagles put together. I think they win this division, and I'm excited to see them play this. Easily we win the division. We will talk about that tomorrow. Retweet a block, Dave. I'll make it a clean sweep and retweet. And look, look. Here's my olive right. branch. Here's my olive branch the main for the guys. I I see a lot of Dak Prescott and Jalen Hurts. Oh my not, god. No, no, not their games. Not their, calm down. I'm trying to say something nice. You can't say something nice, but don't compare him to Dak. Jalen yeah. Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a guy that people want to follow. It seems obvious yeah. to me, and that and that's who Dak yeah. Prescott is. So I'm not surprised to hear AJ Brown say. I don't know how I feel about that, bro. Like, don't say you see a lot of Jalen Hurts and Dak. Yeah, like you, like he's taking he's taking he 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 shot. Hurts. He's taking a big shot right it. there. The backhanded compliment. Keela hitting some shots. I tried to say something nice, and this is what I get for it. If you won't say nice, I see a lot of. Jalen Hurts and Tom Brady. Right, so right. Jalen Hurts and Peyton Manning. I'm okay. sorry. So comparing him to a guy that got the bag and Rossenberg has been or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like that. A lot of Jalen Hurts and Dak. Cowboys uh, guy, hey, man. Have, have the Eagles, you know, win the division from the Cowboys and see what, I mean, when, then okay. we can talk. We'll talk. Dak owns the East last <laughs> time I heard Dinner, dinner on me? Dinner yes, on you? Yeah. Eagles? Cowboys? It's, it's on my paycheck, though, Let's right? Like, <laughs> we got to A quick reminder, the NFL kickoff week is sponsored by Las Vegas, your home for all live sports. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. So, Shady time or Dave? Yeah. Shady out here at the house. Yo, welcome.
welcome back in, family. First show in the books. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a long time. Joy, how do you feel after the first show? I feel like we're going to get a lot of Pennsylvania references in. <laughs> you know, a lot of Pittsburgh in the show. It's very exciting. And obviously, me and Dave are going to be defending Dak a lot. Dave, Dave, talk to me. How you feeling, big dog? Dude, I feel like, like I stepped into a time warp. Like, I've been telling you you're wrong on TV since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped forward a few years. It this feels is good, true. Man. Two five, two live. Ah. How you feeling? Man, I'm excited to have a lot of fun on here. A lot of great people. A lot of decent opinions. <laughs> who, has better, who has a better Jordan collection? Oh, Joy does, for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 Get my she held a slab on the team. Wearing, like, church Let me get my rock back, there. big dog. Well, look, this was only the first one. We look forward to seeing y'all not just tomorrow, but every tomorrow after that. Peace. We'll see you soon.